Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, what's happening? It's your man, Big Ticker from V103, the Atlanta Hawks and the Atlanta Falcons. You need to pull up on me. Spikes in two. We going behind the mask. You ain't going to believe what we talking about because these dudes, problem. Pull up on us. Behind the mask. Let's go behind the mask. Simple. Smooth and every sip as easy as the last. Tito's handmade vodka tastes just as good with tap water as it does with your favorite mixer. Back in the day, Tito distilled, hand bottled, taste tested, sent to a few friends, then taste tested again to give you the finest juice around. No frills, no flavors, no fancy labels, just the good stuff. Just Tito's. For recipes, videos, and more, visit titosvodka.com. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Welcome back to another episode of the Behind the Mask podcast. Man, listen, today is a special day. It's not too many times that we get radio personalities, TV personalities, that come into the studio two times. I feel you. I feel you. And not only just radio and TV personalities, but one of the best in the game. One of the best in the game. <laughs> so with that being said, without further ado, let me let everybody know who we got coming to the stage. He's one of the best TV and on-air personalities in the game, mm-hmm. stated, right? The Emmy Award winning host <laughs> of the Big Tigger Morning Show yeah. on V103 uh, right here in the A. Mm-hmm. Also, the new PA announcer for the Atlanta Hawks. Uh-huh. Man, he's interviewed everybody from Janet Jackson to President Barack Obama. And mm. now we get the opportunity to interview him on the Behind the Mask podcast. We in here, we in So here. you know you got to tune in and turn, turn up, up, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Welcome the big homie to the stage, Big Tigger. In the building. I don't feel like I've ever gotten a, uh, 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 an announcement like that. Hey, man. It's the first time on the show we had hey to do man, it right. I appreciate yeah. it. What's happening? What's yeah, good? What's yeah, good? What's good? My brothers, my brothers. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to be here. I've watched it online. So now I'm excited to be sitting behind the mask. No doubt. And we're about to take you behind the mask. Okay, that's what's happening. No doubt. Everything good, though? Yeah, I'm. Uh, listen, man, I have zero complaints. We, I'm alive. I ain't got no cooties. <laughs> <laughs> I got a couple jobs. Yeah, <laughs> we good over here. <laughs> no doubt. No doubt. Well, we're going to get right into it this segment is brought to you by tito's handmade vodka and this segment is called this or that we're going to ask you two different things this or that and you got to let us know how you feel about one or the other okay so i have to pick one you got to pick one okay. or the other all right you know what i'm saying all right. so all right. you did a lot of work in dc back in the days you know what i mean shout out to the area you know what i'm saying dmv <laughs> all right so which city has the best party scene and eye candy dc chocolate city mm or Black Hollywood right here in Atlanta. Ooh. Go behind your mask. Mm-hmm. Love you, DMV, but ATF. So DMV has that government, you know, professional mm. vibe to it. DC, Maryland, Virginia. Atlanta is just what you called it. Black Hollywood. There's literally something every night. 
Yeah. You literally have to say, no, I'm not going. <laughs> right, right. I'm not going. No, because I went out last night and the night before. Uh, if the energy is similar but not the same, they're both go- great party towns. The eye candy is amazing in both cities, but mm, ATL. 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 What, what, what message? Remember, what was it? Love or dream back Love in the day? Love and dream. Remember back in the days? What, what messes with that down here in Ado? Uh I think not currently nothing. Uh, really, but like them, when it was Compound, when it was Visions, mm. uh, remember when I first got to Atlanta and yeah. I was doing, uh, damn, what was it? Was it called Vision? It was on Peachtree. It was the big Vel- spot. Vel- no, Rain and Vanquish. Rain, yeah, Rain and yeah. Vanquish. Rain. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry, Rain and Vanquish. Yeah. And I would host Rain every Friday, and whether we had a guest or not, it was Flooded. the spot. Yeah. I remember one time, like a couple times, like Shaq came through just in the suit. And we were like, Shaq, what are you doing? And then <laughs> it was supposed to be Miguel's party. Miguel was hosting. Mm. and But Drake and, and Khaled showed up and I got everybody to perform. And then one time it was TGT, Tank Genuine, and Tyrese. Mm. And Keith Sweat pops up. Ooh. And Keith Sweat performs. And like nice. it was just, you know, the rain. Shout out to Rain. <laughs> yeah, rain used to be Rain is the only thing that could compare with love or dream in DC. For sure. Yeah. For me. I mean, it was compound and velvet room and all that before then, but I wasn't here then. I tell you what though, <laughs> bro. We indulged in all of them. Yes, we Facts. did. Facts. Not all of them. All of them. All of them. <laughs> all of them. So you well versed, bro, when it comes to everything, the culture. You're well-versed in sports. So I want to know, this or that, who will win a Super Bowl first? The Washington football team <laughs> or the Atlanta Falcons? Bested interest right here. You're going to lose a lot of friends. I know I'm not. <laughs> As a duly and newly uh, hired uh, in-game host slash DJ for the Atlanta Falcons. I'd like to say, you see the logos, we here. <laughs> yeah. I'd like to say that the Falcons would win first. I don't believe that. Mm. I think the Washington football team, especially with their defense, they still got some little things to do like in the secondary. But I think their defense, uh, if they get a quarterback in place and they got enough weapons on offense, they're closer to the conversation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and by the time we get a quarterback, Tom Brady be finally ready to sit in behind the <laughs> He'll get out of the way. Um, Atlanta, whether, you know, whether or not, I, I think Kyle Pitts is going to be amazing. I yeah. think he's going to be a, he's gonna be Agreed. a baller. Uh, whether or not we missed out on Justin Fields or mm. who, or mm. whomever is going to be a question mark for that. Because I don't know who's leading the class this year. Clearly next year we need to go QB. Yeah. Obviously. Uh, and offensive line. <laughs> um, Matt Ryan doesn't look as old if his line is. If you give him line, look, Tom older than yeah. him. Yeah. Tom's sitting back there like, Mike Evans, Godwin. He's whatever he want to do. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think if they invest in the offensive line that might help Matt Ryan out, you might not have an immediate need of quarterback. Uh, I think they're hopeful that Josh Rosen, mm. hopeful. Hopeful. <laughs> I mean, it was a number one draft pick. So they're hopeful that maybe if he's in the right system with no pressure now as a backup, he can learn and learn and learn and learn. And then if they figure it out or, you know, maybe he steps up, maybe he doesn't. But I, I think the WFT will win one before the Falcons because they should have won the last one. Hmm. Yeah. But we ain't gonna talk about that. that last <laughs> That's crazy. That's the game we don't talk about. <laughs> right. That's wild. Wasn't the city just deflated? Oh. I don't want to go back to that, but was it? 
Listen, that cost me some money while you're keeping it 100. <laughs> I was going to, this is when Jamel and Mike was on doing his and hers. Yeah. I was going to be the Atlanta uh, person on the scene for the parade. And all oh, I was going to be checking God. in on ESPN like, yo, Jamel is crazy out here. Like, they was going to send the cameras. I was ready. And then I wasn't ready. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy man, hey, we let's let's move past. Let's, that, move, let's past move past that. that. Shout out to my Falcons. Shout out to my football team. No doubt, no doubt. So obviously, you are versed in the music space. You know what I'm saying. So we're gonna talk about the verses everybody talking about. Okay. This or that. Who, who you got? Who? JD who? or Diddy? Who? Okay. So why it does not make a good verses is because the energies are completely different. Mm -hmm. While uh, while. Diddy can do a lot of R&B. He also has all of his wealth of hip-hop records. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. JD has some hip-hop records not quite to the level of Diddy. But JD's R&B records is smashing. Smash right. Diddy's records. So that's where it's a little different because JD does have probably 20 number one records. But most of them are going to be like ballads or, or you know mid-tempos and things right. of that nature. Diddy going to hit you with stuff that it might not have been a popular, it might not have been a number one, but when he drops victory, yeah, everybody game. goes, yeah. <laughs> they feel like yeah. they're about to walk out the tunnel, right? <laughs> right. Like that. So I, I, I think, and I, I've interviewed Swiss and asked him about it, and mm. when he try, he tries to match the energies yeah. in the battle as well as the catalogs, uh, because when he was talking about Missy, and he was like, the only person he could really see was Buster, mm. only because of the energies. That would be um, dope, though. I, I'm not mad at yeah. it. I still would love to see Usher Chris Brown. Mm. I still would love to see, even the odds love to see No Limit Cash Money. That's what I'm, that's, that is so, yeah. Bruh, that's, waiting that's on that. That's a thing. Um, but it, I, I would rather, if it's a so-so deaf bad boy thing, I think you do it and then y'all go on tour. Facts. So that everybody wins. But I think if they go head to head, I think Diddy narrowly wins just because he got more. More bangers. He got more like club bangers. Yeah. No, and that's no shade to JD. JD got all the R&B over here. Like he's got oh no doubt he got songs that people gonna sing until we dusty. So I mean, it's just it's just different energy. Yeah. It, it speaks for itself, and I think more than anything, what verses has what they have been able to do in the hip hop culture. Mm. If you you know you rap, you come up with some hits. Bro, after X amount of time, like nobody remembers. <laughs> yeah, facts. And I and, and verses have done they have done a great job of building that platform so guys can go out. And to your point, if it happens, man, let's go on tour and finish mm -hmm. this thing. Everybody wins. That's the goal. Yeah. You facts. get a verses, you're almost guaranteed to be out. Like everybody who's done a verses, especially in a new iteration of it, where it's like performances, almost all of them are out doing shows. Yeah. Like almost all of them. And then their catalogs on the stream go up so right. hard. It's it's financially beneficial. So I mean, shout out to Timberland and Swiss. It's, it's been an amazing thing that not only helped us get through the pandemic, mm -hmm. uh, but it's, it's uh, afforded a way to give flowers to lots of people that deserve them. So yep. verses is amazing. Overcoming the odds, rewriting the playbook, delivering under pressure. The MVPs of small business lead their teams to victory all year long. Visa is proud to provide playmakers everywhere with more tools to help grow their business and help them achieve even greater success. Because the more people we can empower, the more we all win. Visa, a network working for everyone. All right, bro, so we got to go back to the humble beginnings. Mm -hmm. Rap City Raise Me. In the 
basement. Hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, like, to catch everybody up, man, and even myself, like, what was it like in that era, dog? Like, you were with the best in the game. Still still are today, but, like, we got to bring everybody back to life. Yeah. um, It was great for me as not only uh, somebody interviewing – I was a fan, <laughs> so yeah. I was. It was some days I was really boosted about going to the booth. Like there's some people I grew up like Jay. He was in the booth. Jay, Jay I didn't rhyme with Jay because there was nothing I could do with Jay. <laughs> I, I was self aware. <laughs> Jay, do it yourself. You were in the rhyme with the wack. Uh, there's only like three or four people that went by themselves. Jay was one of them. I was like, hey, Jay. Like I was like, what am I gonna do with Jay? I was, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Um, but having the opportunity to not only five days a week, two hours a day, bring the fabric of hip hop to the world. I think it was like 72 million homes. I was like at BET at the time. So I was, you know, like, it was just fun not only to be able to talk to, converse with, uh, and bring the, you know, the energy that each artist was bringing, but then to go in the booth and create some things that had never been seen before. Now there's yeah. a billion ciphers and whatever you want to call them, and you know, so, which is cool. But um, you were the first. <laughs> right. Right. I mean, it, it was it, it was enjoyable. It is amazing. I am extremely proud that. I mean, this is 2021. I haven't done that show since 2006. There has not been a single solitary day that someone has not said, bring back Rap City. Right. 15 years. Right. 15 years. Like, so, I mean, if, if, I, if, I, was, if I fell off the planet tomorrow and y'all had to put me in the box, I know that forever that thing is, you know what I'm saying? That, right. that is a thing. Yeah. That That's could, the legacy yeah, play for I mean, the hashtag, one of my friends, shout out Becky. Becky came up with the idea, hashtag Rhapsody Raised Me. She was like, yo, it raised me. And I was like, let's run with it. <laughs> no so, I mean, and then when I wear it and people buy it and, and wear it at BigTigger.com, yeah, um, people say, self <laughs> plug. People, uh, like, they really be like, nah, that's the truest thing. That's the realest thing yeah. you've ever seen on a shirt. And I was Real like, talk. So, um, I appreciate everybody and I really appreciate YouTube. YouTube has kept me popping over the last 15 years because they just keep, people just keep posting it. Mm. It's not like BET keep putting them out. Other people, like people who are fans, like the people, they keeping it alive. So you may get one more glimpse at Rap City ah. before 2021 is ah. out. Oh, okay. Shit. I haven't heard this anywhere else besides behind the okay. mask. Okay, okay. You may. There's a strong possibility that you get one more, at least one more glimpse. One more. At Rap City, the basement, before. 2021 is up. Nice. So nice. I'm gonna say about that right there. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Were you ever nervous going in the booth behind Hell somebody yeah. or before somebody? <laughs> like who who had you shook before you went in the booth when you like you know what, I gotta drop some my my 16 gotta be hot because my eight gotta be hot because somebody's coming behind me. It's just the two people just, that stuck out was Jay Z and Sauce Money. I didn't want to go behind either one of them. Mm-hmm. I was like yeah, mm. I, I I just knew what it was. Yeah. But I you know I I was I something in me. I don't know what it was that you have to go in there with Eminem because it's just a moment. You have to go in there with, you know, like, so I just enjoyed, like, for me, it was fun, mostly. Yeah. There were a couple people who were targeted. <laughs> I didn't believe, I didn't believe in it, so I might have went a little harder. <laughs> um, but ultimately, it was, 
I was nervous most of the time. Like this seventy two million homes, you know what I'm saying? And no matter what, I think what would what was crazy and beneficial, it was a plus and a minus. The beneficial part is for an artist, like if you show out in the booth, everyone saw it, right? Right. In twenty twenty one, the booth could end your career (laughs) with social media and the internet. So um I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Sometimes I was nervous, but most of the time I was just having fun. I was like, I mean, like, I had been in there with Rockhead, KRS-One, mm. Big Daddy Kane. Uh, I mean, it was LL Cool J. Like, me and Ludacris had some epic things. We had Rap City The Bashment, which was me, Buju Bantan, and Elephant Man. We had, uh, that thing <laughs> when I go to Jamaica, they still talking about Rap City The Bashment. Uh, there were so many epic moments. Uh, Destiny's Child, I had uh, Mary J. Blige. We had uh, He Who Shall Not Be Named Anymore on yeah. trial in there. Yeah. We had like, <laughs> Exactly. Um, I mean, I, it, everybody who was somebody wanted to come through, and, and it was it was an amazing time to keep it 100. Like, I, I still look back at it like, we just killing them. Dog, you still <laughs> gloating over here. Yeah, no, no, no. It, it feels dope. good. I mean, to know that you, you know, y'all know, y'all play like... To know that you left a mark, like you did something that meant something. Yeah. You know, like so even when you gone, somebody will be like, he did that. You know what I'm saying? That's that that's that's kind of a really cool feeling. New FanDuel Fantasy Players, your day is about to get 20% better. Start playing fantasy this football season and FanDuel will give you a 20% bonus on your first deposit, up to five hundred dollars. That's a big time bonus, and all you need to do to claim it is to make your first deposit. What are you waiting on? The reason why I love FanDuel so much, I get an opportunity to set my lineups every game day. I can also play private contests with my personal friends. And you have many different formats, main slate, single game, best ball, and also a snake draft. Experience season-long wins without the season-long waits. Sign up today at FanDuel.com slash BTM to claim your bonus and start playing today. That's FanDuel.com slash BTM. Age and location restrictions apply. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires after 30 days. I know you you, you hoop. Came to a couple <laughs> of your, your big ticket uh, classic basketball games. We're going to get into that in a minute. Okay. Did you, one, did you ever play football? And then yes. two... What got you into the love for music? Yeah, take take the football thing because we want to get some. Okay, football. <laughs> yes, I played football uh, freshman through junior year. I played <laughs> my freshman year. You can't even say you're at so one nervous. school, I got kicked out of that school and then went to public school. Um, but I played tailback and free safety. You know the next question. Yeah, come on with it. Just stop there. Was you? Was you? Uh, did you put it down? I was I was medium. I, I was better at free safety than tailback, and I was good at tailback. But we had like some we had some alpha dogs at tailback. Like I was like second, third string out tailback. <laughs> I was starting free safety, and I think my freshman year I had three interceptions. We only played like six games in freshman ball, and then my junior year I think I had. I I was man, you don't throw it. That was, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was lurking. Uh, and by my junior year, I was also the third string quarterback, only because I knew how to run the option when the other two people got hurt. So, <laughs> and I was kind of a tailback. So you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like, but um, yeah, I mean, when I so I, I ended up running track, seriously, seriously, senior year, jun- late junior year, to senior year, and that's how I got to the University of Maryland on a partial track scholarship. But then, of course, they want all the track people. Mm-hmm. 
to come out for, you know, yeah, like walk-ons or whatever. And the cornerbacks was bigger than me at that time. I was like, when I got to college, I was like five seven, five eight, one sixty, and I was like, cornerbacks was like, what you want to do? I was like, nothing. nothing. <laughs> I walked past a linebacker and had a neck like the kill. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't for me anymore. This ain't for me anymore. I if it's one NFL player at the free safety position that reminds you of your game <laughs> back then, who would that guy be? I'm kind of hearing Ed read a little bit, maybe, you know, you know, just I'll help take, me get some, Ed Reed is a, I like, some clarity. I like Ed Reed. Ed Reed, shout out to Ed Reed. Because Ed Reed could be physical when he needed to, but he don't throw it. Don't right. throw it. Oh, no, throw it. One of my favorite memories, freshman year, too, I remember we was, all my, my whole family came to the game. Go ahead, take us there. Take us there. Came to the game. We was going to Six Flags after the game, right? I had I played on offense. Hold on. How you can go to Six Flags after after a game? Because that's how my family did it. That was you know you like at nighttime. No no no. Nah, they play freshman game. They play early. We don't have light now. They daytime games on Saturday. We had lights for nighttime for security purposes, (laughs) not for no damn Friday night lights. We had security purposes. It was a Saturday morning. Yeah, it was like a Saturday morning, bro. That's freshman ball. (laughs) Anyway, so I mean, I had like a couple good runs. Do 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 do. Man, he threw it. And I was, <laughs> my whole family, I'm trying to take it to the house. Somebody got blocked or whatever happened, I stepped on his helmet and damn near fractured my ankle. I was down for like, <laughs> <laughs> they went to Six Flags without me because I had to go to the hospital. They left you, yo. They my dad left stayed. You. The only one staying with my dad. My dad took me to the hospital. Everybody else went to Six Flags. They was like, son. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'll never forget that. Shout out to my family. I love you, even though you left me. (laughs) Guys, you know I am on my health kick after I work out. The first place I stop is McDonald's. I pick up me a strawberry banana smoothie. The recipe features the perfect combination of fruit juices, such as strawberry and banana. This is the perfect pick-me-upper after I finish my workouts. And the best thing... I can order it anytime on the McDonald's app. That sounds like excellence to me. Ba-da-da-da-da. Mobile order and pay at participating McDonald's. Download and registration required. <laughs> I got to say, I'm, we going to make sure Ed Reed hears this stuff. Facts, facts. Listen, Brett, Ed Reed, you are Alpha Dog, Hall of Famer, uh, and I, I would have aspired to be you, but had I been larger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when we look at everything what you've accomplished, the stops that you've been at, New York, D.C., Atlanta, each city provides a different culture. Mm. Which one has been the best for you throughout your entire growth period to this day? I would say uh, born and raised in Bronx, New York, from New York, represent New York. Yeah, it is. Uh, New York uh, definitely Spicy. gave me my foundation. Man, don't put that. Spicy. Look at that tattoo. <laughs> Get a close. <laughs> You did that. You did that when you was bored in college. <laughs> <laughs> what is this guy? What is this guy doing, man? Uh, from the bro, I mean, my all that I am and my foundation came from there. My family, who I grew up with, how we grew up, things that we did. Um, I mean, an interesting true story is in high school in ninth grade <laughs> is when I first started thinking entertainment because it was a group of us that started throwing parties mm-hmm. for kids our age. We literally had like little 
like event spaces all over the Bronx. We had like one guy who was like an older guy who had the, like the, the sound system. But my guy, shout out Clement Mac. Mac was like a really good DJ. I was like the hype man and I also had to wire the speakers. And we would throw, a, I mean like every week we were throwing parties. I had a flyer in my hand the majority of my high school career, like every Friday. And then my father, so I started doing that. And so that's where all of this entertainment came from because I've, I've been kind of like the dude on the microphone or the, the greeter for the party like my whole, since high school. My father used to get mad. We have early morning games and he was like, how you gonna perform? You out of doing this? I wouldn't get home till like 12 which ain't late, for, but for 15, and you got a game at Dang eight, nine, yeah. that's a thing. Um, so, I mean, I would say New York had the most uh, impact and influence on me because that's where I grew up and everything came from. After that, D.C. is where I started. Uh, and there is, I'm not sitting here talking to y'all without D.C., to keep it honest. Right. Um, so shout out to True. D.C., shout out to B.E.T., shout out to W.P.G.C., um, DC adopted me a New Yorker into the area, which was not common in those times. Cause you know, they, yeah, they had their own vibe. Uh, um, so they adopted me as one of their own. Uh, and I think, you know, I not only gave back to the community that helped me be me, um, but I definitely took a lot and learned a lot from that community as I grew, not only as a professional, but as an individual. Uh, and lastly, but certainly not least, ATL is just kind of, the shine on it all, you know what I'm saying? Like coming here in 2013, I've been here eight years, which is crazy right. to me. Coming to Atlanta was probably the best thing that I probably should have done three years earlier, um, just because of what Atlanta is, what it represents. Um, we have, you know, the same kind of energy. It's the turn up capital. Uh, and you don't do nothing halfway here. Yeah, I mean, it's, you, you try going not to the grocery store. <laughs> Go to the Man. grocery store. You see all the cheeks. It's popping. Makeup, everything. Lashes, all that. So, I mean, uh, each situation, and I've also worked in Miami. I've worked in Detroit. Uh, each situation has definitely lended something toward to, to my success and to where I'm at now. So, I'm appreciative of each space but I think New York definitely had the most influence for sure for sure I would say the same thing I know Spike says you know what Spike says we were at a charity event one of his charity events was football camp one time this man gonna say in front of all the kids 200 kids introducing all the players from the 200 kids Tucson Reyes NFL vet from New York might be one of the only people from New York I trust and it was like damn I'm sitting there I looked at him like <laughs> Me? Like what I he don't trust nobody from New York. So yeah, man, they, they don't trust nobody from New York. Nine, two. Now we have two. Two. He has so a point. So I'm proud to say like He has a point. <laughs> you know he, don't trust he has a point. I, I, okay. Y'all cats be talking fast and <laughs> Where you from Spice? From the great Pete State of GA, Sandersville, okay, Washington County. Okay. Waco in the house, baby, one time. Wait, there's another right. Waco? Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Not that bad, Waco over in Texas. Oh, man. Right now, there are some African Americans with sickle cell disease who need a blood transfusion every single month just to stay alive. And they are more likely to get a compatible match from a donor of the same ethnicity. So please donate because our blood saves lives. Go to redcrossblood.org slash ourblood. Find out where and what time in your neighborhood now. 
Well, super shout out one more time, Tito's Vodka, my favorite beverage. You know what it is. Um, but I got something to ask you, brother. Mm-hmm. You remember the Nick Van Exel charity weekends in Houston? Absolutely. Stupid. That's when I first met you years okay. ago. It's probably like wow. 02, 03. Mm. We, yo, Spice. I put it like this before going behind the mask a little bit. Not always. We we the parties were so dope that we would have the after party in the hotel, and everybody would be in like the lobby of the hotel, and they couldn't do nothing about it. Nope. And then Tigger had the president's suite at the penthouse. I ain't had the president's suite. I don't think that was my suite. I had the. I know well, who suite it was. Well, well, you was there. It was another. It was another professional. Okay, leave it at that. I was next door though. I had, I had, one, of the, I had one of the. Yeah, I was next door. I had one of the uh, the vice president suites. I whatever. think I you had the that? ambassador. Y'all was above me. Listen, but Nick next to charity weekend. Obviously, Tigger weekend. Your joints was popping. Thank you. My brother Spice had some dope weekends. Yes. Which one had the dopest pool party? Oh, um, I didn't have any pool parties, so I lost. Uh, uh, So Nick's thing was dope, but it was at like a public pool. And I'm so happy there wasn't social media back then. Right, right, right. (laughs) It was cool, but it was live. (laughs) 51 ways. Listen, that backyard is... (laughs) I'm so sad it's gone. <laughs> I mean, you know. You should have called me. I might have bought it <laughs> just for the backyard. I mean, that, listen, don't you have a listen. pool? I, had to, I do. <laughs> Reload coming. <laughs> um, but I, I, I thoroughly, what I enjoyed about your pool parties was the cross-pollination of people. Like one time I'm sitting next to Fletch. <laughs> you love Fletch. And then sometime I'm sitting next to an artist or whatever. And it was just cool. The energy was always good. Um, the food was always good. Uh, we Premium. Had a, yeah, no. Nah, and I mean, and the, the whole, I mean, the pool was just the pool. And then the, what, what's the... The, the ambiance, the, the structure. Oh, the cabana, the gazebo, the, and the, uh, the cabana. gazebo, the gazebo yeah. was just—I mean, unmatched. With the so, thatch roof. I, listen, I literally. <laughs> the roof. There were two the years I've been here. Eight years. There was two years I couldn't make, it, and I think I cussed you every day. <laughs> but I was like, "You sure you don't want to move?" <laughs> I had something to do. It was something I look forward to every summer. So, right. uh, now nah, his pool, his pool parties were amazing. They they were a lot of good times. A lot of good people. You remember this one time I found somebody, like one of my favorite athletes of all time, Bo Jackson. And I walked into my laundry room and I found (laughs) one Bo Jackson shoe. And I was like, what the hell is that? I don't even wear like a size 11 or whatever it was. And like 30 minutes after I found the shoe, somebody called me. Hey dog, listen. I, I don't I don't know where I just walked out of your house with one shoe. <laughs> if you see it, just hold it for me. I was like, how in the hell did you leave one shoe? I, I know I didn't drive. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else drove that time I left y'all. That, that's the only thing I could really add it up to. But I literally got home and got out the car and was like <laughs> Hey man, somebody got my shoe. They was like, "What you mean?" I was like, "I only got." It was like you had to leave it up there. That's when I hit you. Like that, he was like, and then, then here's the funny part: a year and a half went by. Yeah, because I missed the next pool party. That was one of the pool parties I missed the next summer. So from a year from the pool party to the next party, and then maybe three, four, five months later, I finally get the shoe back. <laughs> 
I done bought another pair. He bought another <laughs> pair. <laughs> I had to, though. I love, I love those wool jackets. The Tiffany joints, they oh, were mean. Hey. No, they was cold. Cold-blooded, bro. Hey, man. But that, again, his pool party. Facts. That, it was, what I really liked about it is it was a safe space. Facts, like, facts. I didn't feel like... You ain't no security, really. Like, it was no, never no drama. I didn't feel like, you know, like, oh, I need to be on guard. And yeah. Who's them? Yeah. You know? That's what was really dope about it. Because I was like, I'd be like, Spice Joint, where we going? What time? When? And I'd be like, what you need? <laughs> Just your presence. Facts. I'm here. I'm going to tell, tell you the dope thing, Spice, which you don't know. So, you know, we would be at the, at the crib making sure everything was straight. You know what I'm saying? Setting up early. And then Tig would pull up and then he'd come through the basement, right? Through the basement. Mm-hmm. I'll be down there working out. <laughs> nobody, nobody do this. Nobody do this. What you working out for? Because. <laughs> so, because you got to figure, I'm an offensive lineman, you know what I'm saying? 300 pounds, you know, plus size model, you know, but we rocking with Spikes and Carlos Emmons, Dion Grand, oh, Pat Willis, all these God. dudes is yoked up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, they, Anthony. They come, yeah. <laughs> Black, they, they, they ready to rock. So I'm like, I'm going to get my last minute pump on. So here come Tigger coming in the basement. Yo, two, what you doing? It's going to be a lot of women upstairs, bro. I'm right. <laughs> right. Tigger's like, well, shit, let me get in there. <laughs> Down there before the food party working out, oh just so we come God. come upstairs. He yoked up. <laughs> I can't believe you remember that. I, I walked in, he mask. was in there like. Shh. I was like, dude. He was like, man. Da, 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 da. I was like, mm, I'm a little small compared to y'all. <laughs> Let me go get some too. Curls, bent. I was walking around like this for the rest of the food party. All that. All that. about it. Hilarious. Good job. Oh man. We hope you have enjoyed it thoroughly. When it comes to Big Ticket, because he has so much to say, man, we had to put him on part two. So, man, make sure you stay locked in, stay tuned, because we're going to come back with some more heat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.